Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Charles. I'm Chris. And uh, Seth and Jenna are out for this episode, but uh, hopefully they'll be back in soon. And I'm sure Jenna will be back for the next one. Not sure about Seth. He's got a little uh, little under the weather, so we'll uh, keep our fingers crossed that he pulls through pretty quick. But uh, should have a fun episode for you. Uh, Linda and I are going to regale uh, Charles and Chris with uh, Tales <laughs> of Dragon Con. So um, this is a annual uh, pop culture convention that happens down in Atlanta, Georgia, if you're not familiar with it. Um, typically draws about 85,000 plus people. Um, mm -hmm. And <laughs> I will say surprisingly, uh, Linda and I went down there and came back, and neither of us got con crud or COVID. I'm impressed. I don't know how, I don't, that's I don't know how that happened. Um, I did not wear a mask. Uh, Linda did, and uh, so it was kind of Worked a out either way. To but see you never happened. catch it anyway, do you? Um, I have had it. I did get it once. Yeah, I think was it when we came back from Las Vegas last year in the fall. Uh, I had mine coming back from Vegas. Uh, you didn't get yours till we got back from California. But either way, just so you guys know, those watching or listening, Bill tends to get away with everything. So, <laughs> yeah, I've got the RLB real lucky bastard status. Uh, <laughs> so, they, uh, I did see that DragonCon had put out a post um, with a poll asking people if. Um, when they got home, they were sick with anything, not mm. sick at all, or unsure. And uh, most of the people were uh, un not not affected by any illness, so that that was a good sign. But uh, That's good. I'd say a good thirty percent of the poll respondees had gotten something. So that's unfortunate because it used to be next to nothing. But right, right, is what it is. And a couple of the comments were like, "Yeah, I don't think I've ever been this sick in my life," kind of a thing. And I'm like, "Uh oh, yikes!" So yeah, so You've we gotta got to be careful, you know. If you can't, I mean, we yeah. did the, I did the six feet away, and if anybody came within six feet, I put my mask on. So mm -hmm. right, so. But yeah, so it's a, a very popular con. So it takes place. There are four uh, convention hotels. Uh, the Marriott Marquis in downtown Atlanta is the primary hotel. And uh, it's enormous. I, I don't know what it is, like 38 floors or something like that. It's wow. just huge. Um, and uh, it's kind of like the central hotel. And then there are sky bridges on... Uh, either end of the Marriott that connect to on one side 
the Hyatt, and on the other side, the Hilton. The, and then uh, there's also the Western the Hotel downtown, which is a couple blocks away. Um, and <clears throat> they they have like dozens of tracks that you can get on. Hey, and, yeah. The Marriott is 1,663 guest rooms. Jeez. It is enormous. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, they have like dozens of tracks you can get on. Like if you like Star Wars, there's a Star Wars track. There's a Star Trek track. There's an anime track. Uh, 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 there's a, a role-playing game track. Uh, mm -hmm. D. Uh, you, you just scroll through the list and then you find the track that you want. And then typically all of those sessions are held in one of the four hotels. <clears throat> so like, for example, the Star Trek track. <laughs> See, <laughs> say that but that was all in the hilton so um if you want to follow all of that track stuff you just mostly stay in the hilton and um yeah so here's some of the different stuff that you can do um some of the different tracks the brit track and it's kind of funny because a lot of the uh a lot of the tracks that you go to the uh you'll sit there and they'll say uh yeah, so uh, be sure to give us a, a good rating. Let, you know, if you like the show, rate us, like the program, rate us good. If you don't like it, remember this is the Brit track. <laughs> oh, they're throwing a little uh, little shade on the Brit track there, which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, so I'll uh, I'm gonna while I talk here, I'm gonna throw up a video that I took. Uh, this is walking through the Marriott and. Uh, uh, through this, actually, I'm walking through the sky bridge, I think, towards the Hilton. Um, so let me just throw that up here. Yeah, and let me uh, bring the audio up a little bit. Look at that guy carrying that huge freaking sign. <laughs> I mean, I would say it was 50% easily, 50 to 60% cosplay. Wow, that's, yeah. It's a pretty large amount. Yeah, so I'm uh, in this uh, in this particular video. I'm leaving the Marriott, um, heading across the Sky Bridge, um, over to the Hilton Hotel. So, who uh, are these one-way out zealots? <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. That was know. a big. That was a big group of we're all dressed yeah. the same, chanting the same thing. I know. And going, and are we supposed to feel safe there, Bill? Well, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what was going on with that. And uh, as as with, I'd say the majority of the cosplays that I saw, I was like, uh, I have no idea what this is in reference to. And I'm figuring uh, there, a good percentage of that was anime because I'm not really into that. So, mm. so all of the anime cosplay was kind of lost on me. But some of it's uh, uh, really incredibly well done. Um, uh and uh as you as you walk through i mean the best thing to do is just to walk through these sky bridges and walk through the lobbies so here we are mm -hmm. coming into the hilton and um so and it's a it's a really nice hotel too it's not nearly as big as the uh the marriott uh downtown uh but it's it's good size and uh it's uh you know what that one way out is that's from andor Oh, it is. Oh. It was an episode out of Andor. Oh, okay. I haven't watched all of Andor yet. No, so, so that's that's what that's about. Yeah, we're kind of waiting on uh, 
couple of our friends to get through some other stuff we're watching to get started on that. So, so this is the Hilton? Yeah. So that's where the Trek track was. Right. And uh, so you can just watch the walk around. But uh, so, so you got the four hotels there. Now, um, the hotels are uh, very expensive because everything sells out. So the ho the room prices are like three fifty wow. a night, wow. um, if you can get a if you can get a room there. So they have like a kind of a lottery thing. If you if you had a room this year, you get uh, priority for reserving a room for next year. He's got something dripping from him there. Yeah, and if you uh, if you didn't get a room. Uh, this year, then whatever's left after everybody who wants a room from this year gets one, then uh, it goes up and everybody jumps on at the same time and tries to get them. So it's usually pretty difficult to get a room. And um, I know our friend uh, Josh Cato, who's been on the show before, and uh, uh, another friend of ours, Julie Thomas, that are, they're both big into the cosplay. Uh, them and a couple other friends, they work together to try to at least get a room. And uh, so they got a room, and, and uh, four of them shared a room at uh, the Marriott this year. Linda and I, we, we uh, stayed at uh, Country Inns and Suites, which, which was nearby, because we weren't able to get a room. Uh, mm -hmm. by, the, by the time we got the room request in and there, everybody else was fighting for rooms, they were sold out, like, within seconds. So, uh, But we stayed nearby, and, and uh, you know, the nice thing was uh, because uh, Linda and I, or I work for that hotel chain. Uh, I got the room for fifty-five a night, which left me a lot more money for the vendor room, <laughs> and uh, you know the Uber to go back and forth from the hotel because we were only a couple miles away. It was only about seven to ten bucks. So, oh, that's not um, bad at all. No, huh? It's the cheaper, probably better way to go if you don't absolutely need to stay there. Right. It was, and actually, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Uh, our room at the Country Inns and Suites was larger than the room that the Julie and, and Josh Cato were in at the Marriott. Well, sure. By far. Yeah. So with, with the layout of the convention here, where yeah. are the rooms in relation to where all these people are at? Uh, so this is the uh, this is the central lobby of the Hilton. And so there's yeah. the elevator banks and the, the rooms are upstairs. Uh, okay. And then... Uh, but I mean, in each hotel, the lobby, this lobby area and these uh -huh. mezzanines get packed and noisy. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, how close are rooms in comparison? Because some of the larger, you know, embassy suites I've been in where it has kind of a central corridor people can gather, um, you can hear all the noise out there from the rooms because the rooms oh, yeah. are just the exterior lining of the, the area. So I was curious right. how this kind of laid out. Now, and what room were they on? What floor are they on, Bill? Because I didn't really hear it that loud up where they were. Uh, what floor is who? Oh, Julian. Julian, they, they were on the 15th floor. So it was actually pretty quiet up there. But of course, when, when we were in their room, I was during the day. Uh, so uh -huh. um, there's another one. Let me uh, let me grab this other one because this shows the Marriott, which uh, is... Ugh. That place was that place was crazy all the time. <laughs> yeah, the Marriott's a pretty interesting one to see. Let me get uh, down here. One hundred four. Go. Um. Yeah. So it, it was pretty quiet when we were there during the day. Um. But at night, 
It goes uh, so crazy. The, <laughs> the Marriott Atrium, mm-hmm. uh, the first three floors um, uh, are kind of like lobby gathering areas. So okay. the, the, the lower level, uh, they have a lot of stuff going on down there, convention rooms and things like that, uh, meeting space. And so people are always milling around there. Then the next floor up is kind of where they have um, like some food vendors and stuff like that. So that's also very popular. And then the third floor up before you get to the guest rooms, um, they've got uh, just a big open area where people can kind of mill around. And and there's a lot of vendors that set up booths there. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one will show that. And that at night, that's also where there's like this big... um, uh, uh, dance stage and and they have like a DJ up there playing these yep. loud. That's where they loud- do their raves yep. overnight. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'm um, hearing get- the higher the floor, the better. If you <laughs> the right. at the right. hotels, the higher right. the floor, so the let me better. See. Okay. Yeah. So let me show this one. I think this will show more of the Marriott. So it's one four fourteen. So let me just grab this. It'll take a second to get up here. So as as you pull it up, Bill, one of the things yeah. that I saw on Facebook was there was a few floors of vendors, right? Was that in any particular yes. hotel, or was that a no? The Atlanta yeah, Merchandise not... Mart. Yeah, none of the. So you can kind of watch this. So this is this is yeah. the. Uh, I think this is the lower level of the Marriott. So people here are starting to go off to the right there into a uh, meeting room for a presentation. Uh, But you can see some of the costumes here as I'm walking through. And then on the left, there's different um, companies that set up these big elaborate displays of stuff. Um, uh, Things that they're trying to promote or whatever. So this next one we're coming up to uh, is uh, on the left there is a haunted house. Uh, in Atlanta, and uh, based on their display, um, it's pretty elaborate. I mean, you can see this giant animated bat thing that they have there. And oh my on God. the other side, at the top, there you can see a, 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 a dragon sticking its head out of something. Um, it's called a Nether Nether World. Um, but there's the escalators that are going up. You can see the other three levels up there. And uh, I think at the very top level, almost right where we're looking there, uh, is where uh, Linda and Audie were kind of hanging out while I was doing some videoing. But these escalators are so packed, they've got rope lines that you have to go through to get onto the elevator. And yeah. then when you get off, they've got rope lines that lead you out because they've had uh, problems in the past, uh, the first few years, where people get to the bottom of the escalator and then they just stand there to figure out where they wanted to go. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A huge bottleneck. Oh, that guy. In, yeah. In costumes coming down an escalator, you don't want to have a bottleneck. That's not a good thing. So, um, oh, and here's the nun. So mm. all these nuns. This is the new movie, The Nun, coming out in I think November or. Nun two. Yeah, Nun two, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. They were they were promoting that movie, so they had all these nuns walking around the whole thing with these candles, and it was very very creepy. They'd get on they the escalator and they'd like clear the escalator, and just the nuns would be on it. It was so creepy. <laughs> and they would take up the whole escalator. Um, Look at some yeah, of these so, so back to the uh, discussion of the vendor room. So 
there's the hotels weren't big enough for the vendor room so it's in a, a building uh there's two buildings uh right near where this stuff is it's about a, a four block walk if you wanted to walk it which we did uh once or twice and um it's uh two buildings called the america's mart america's mart two and america's mart three and uh america's mart uh, three, I think it is, is reserved for gaming. So it's all gaming, video gaming, role play gaming, board gaming, Magic the Gathering, whatever you want to play is wow. in that building. And we never even got into that building because there was so much else to see, we never got around to it. But the other one, America's Mark II, is where the uh, vendor space is. And uh, that space, it takes up four full floors of that building. <laughs> And I ran through there and just kind of took video and, and didn't really spend much time at each booth. I just kind of walked up and down the rows with my video camera. And um, it took about 20 minutes per floor just to walk through all the vendors. So um, it's, it's substantial. Uh, and any kind of vendor that's related to pop culture that you can imagine is there comic books uh there's vendor oh here's a look up at the marriott through the oh, wow. atrium yeah. so you can see what a massive structure this thing is yeah and that's kind of how i pictured it. i was just curious about like how the room layouts were like how you deal with the noise and stuff like that yeah because... and when we were up in in the room on the 15th floor we didn't hear anything so and they josh had said that they've never noticed it before the rooms always seem really quiet well that's good yeah so um yeah, so I've got and I've got some video here of the uh, uh, the vendor area that we'll switch to in just a minute, so you can see it. But so the, they've got four four floors there for vendors, and um, the fourth floor is uh, for uh, vendors that are like artists or authors. And so you just go up and down the row, and it's artists and authors and, and that's a TARDIS. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, what's that? Tardis. Here we yeah. are. There's Linda and Audie <laughs> hanging out. Look who I ran into. <laughs> Audie looks really excited. Yeah, we had to, Audie and I had to camp out at a specific place <laughs> because he was overwhelmed. It's the nun. Yeah. There's an Orochimaru right there with the purple they, thing They had in the trouble back. keeping up with me. Linda kept grabbing onto my backpack strap to slow me down. And <laughs> Finally, um, we just said, go film. Yeah. But you can see it's it's pretty packed in there constantly, and you have to think you have to imagine too that at this time there's uh, tens of thousands of people that are at the America's Marts doing their own thing, whether it's gaming or going through the uh, the vendor rooms, or they're at any of the four hotels going through panels. I mean. Uh, you walk through this thing and, and every time you walk through you see a different group of people with all different costumes so it's not like you know the conventions we're used to going through you you go to a con and and it's small enough that you keep seeing the same people over and over again yeah. you know not uh, here. <laughs> yeah not here you're lucky if you see the same person twice um just did, even in a quick walk around did they publish a number yet bill for this one I, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. They had 80,000 last year, so they figured they were going to do more than that this year. Yeah. So, so let me see now. Let me, so uh, with the size of this con, how many days is it? 
it's like five days. So we got there on Wednesday. Okay. Um, you could get your badge on Thursday, which we did. Now Wednesday, uh, this whole place was empty. Yeah, it wasn't. There wasn't much going on on Wednesday, but Thursday. Uh, so we got in Wednesday evening. Yeah. Um, and then just enough time to kind of get dinner and unpack. And it know, starts at midnight on Thursday morning. Right. So Wednesday night, um, I went to the Marriott. And so actually the lobby was pretty well packed like this. And <laughs> I'm going up to the, the, the top floor now. Um, and right over the top of me, above the ceiling there where I'm going up the escalator, that's where the, uh, the DJ is. Yeah. Um, okay. and stuff and so as i spin around here once i get up you'll, you'll see that so they had a dj going and the lobby is just you know it gets increasingly packed with people the closer it gets to midnight and then at about a minute to midnight the whole place all of the floors everybody starts doing a countdown out loud <laughs> And then as soon as it hits midnight, it screams so loud. I wish I could have plugged my ears because it was really, really freaking loud. Yeah. Um, now, I will mention for the for the COVID fears, I didn't go to this. Specifically because I knew it would be pandemonium and you'd be right next to somebody else. So I chose to stay home for this one. <laughs> yeah, for the uh, for the uh, the kickoff uh, Wednesday night, yeah. Thursday morning. Um so anyway, so but all the a lot of the stuff starts on Thursday. Uh, the vendor room opens on Friday. The vendor room was open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Whoa! Look at that guy. Yeah. Oh, and he's got like the littlest girly voice for that big of a body. Yeah. <laughs> You're expecting to come out like this, but yeah, it's not. Look at that thing. Oh wow. See how many cos? I mean, it's costumes. You're right, Linda. It, it, it's it's on the higher end of most people, like 50, 60 percent. Yeah. Are in some form of cosplay, and, they, yeah. and they're all really good. I, I, they're all really, really good. Yeah, and of course, you know, like I said, most of them I don't know, but uh, yeah. So the, the top floor. So let me go to. Uh, let's get to a vendor room here. So is it possible that you think to see everything in the four to five days or is this like pick what your no. favorite things are and prioritize that? Yeah, that you kind of have to do that because like I said, we never got to the uh, the vendor room. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, sorry, the the uh, the gaming room, the gaming yeah. building. We never we never got to see that because um, it took us one full day just to go through the vendor building. Yeah. And the vendor building opens at 10. And I think it closes around, what, Linda? You line think, up at eight. Yeah, so we got in line at eight. And uh, we we were one of the first ones to get in because we were like, I don't know, 20th in line or something back, like that yeah. to get in. But the line grew. And by the time, so we went in, we spent all of Friday uh, there. In the vendor's rooms. Yeah, let me start the, the vendor room up here so you can see this. So this is uh, this is going into the vendor room. And uh, so and this I remind is the, the people watching there's four floors of what you're about to see. Yeah, four floors. So this is the this is the fourth floor. They start um, there. So when you're in the in the lead part of the line, 
they they start letting people in at about 9:30, and the first group in, they run you up to the first floor, and then they fill that air, that lobby waiting area up, yeah. and they bring the next group into the third floor and second on on down until that's all full, and then they hold everybody until 10 o'clock, and then at 10 o'clock they release the hordes, and and these floors can fill up pretty quick. So, because I was in the front of the uh, the fourth floor group, I got in here pretty quick and went through. You can see some vendors aren't fully set up yet because, again, yep. this is uh, early Friday morning. So some people are probably local and they're probably packing things up and coming in on Friday to get set up. But again, these are all uh, vendors and uh, authors and uh, sorry, artists and authors uh, on this. Floor. And uh, so so we did that on Friday and then uh, on Saturday, there's a, a huge parade in downtown Atlanta, Dragon Con Parade, and everybody in costume uh, uh, signs up for this. And uh, Lynn and I were in the parade as part of a, a group called the Cult of John, which is based around a cardboard cutout for uh, uh, FedEx. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a long story, but it's it's hilarious. And um, so we did that, and we got done, and we thought, well, we got done. We we're done around noon. We thought, well, let's go over and go back to the vendor building because there was a few more things I wanted to check out. Because <clears throat> mostly the first time you're going through, unless there's something you see that you simply have to have. And and by the way, I would encourage you, if you do go through and you see something you have to have, you better get it then if they don't have a big quantity because a lot of places don't. Um, and uh, when we went back, the next time we went back, a lot of the stuff that I was looking at was gone. Okay. So, so much stuff goes on the first day. So if you see something you like, you better get it then because don't count on seeing it when you go back. Yep. But anyway, we went, we went, tried to go back uh, Friday at noon and um, the Uber dropped us off there at the front. And then you, uh, you follow the crowd to get to the end of the line. And it looked like the end of the line kind of wrapped around the building. And so we're like, well, okay. Spent an awful amount of time at that booth, Bill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Oh, and this guy, this guy had some cool artwork here. Um, wow. Which I really liked. And, uh, uh, but anyway, uh, so we thought, okay, maybe it'll take us an hour to get in. And, uh, oh, and this picture here, I kind of like this picture. And it doesn't mean much to you now, Chris, but maybe when you get to the Argo, it will. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so um, that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway. Um, that's enough. <clears throat> hey, there's a guy yeah. with a mask. Yeah. So, so, we, so we thought it'll take us an hour to get in, right? So we started walking to the end of the line. Well, uh, you get halfway around the building. And the line cuts into the parking garage. Oh. And weaves through the parking garage. Oh, my God. It had to be like a three-hour line, at least, just to get in. And That's so we ridiculous. said, screw that. We're just going to go get some lunch, and then we'll come back on Sunday morning. So this is Sunday morning uh, when we're here. And again, we got mm -hmm. in line at 8 so that we could get in early and see it um so yeah uh in fact uh friday when we were there uh, josh cato and uh some others uh 
Steve Bossiter, another friend of ours that was there from Omaha. Uh, they showed up. They got there probably around noon, and it took them a good two and a half hours, I think, to get in uh, based on the line that day. So, um, and again, that was that was probably Friday at noon. So Saturday at noon, of course, you have people that are working on Friday that don't go. So Saturday is like the biggest con day attendance. Mm-hmm. So of course the line was probably three and a half hours on on Saturday just because of that. So, uh, but but anyway, you get the idea of the vendor area. Let me stop this one and I'll show uh, a little bit more of the. Um, uh, so this is uh, I think on the third floor, and uh, so you can start to see some of the stuff here. Um, down here, we get to the end of this row. Uh, is one of the lender, leather vendors uh, made okay. all kinds of leather stuff. And we had actually ended up buying some stuff from them because it was really, really cool outfits. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, it just uh, just goes on forever. And you could actually spend easily uh, a full day there going through everything and, and more than a full day because we went, like I said, we went back to do some additional shopping uh, the next day. And you can see all the leather stuff they have there. <clears throat> uh, just quite a bit, quite a bit of stuff. It's just huge. Yeah. So it was fun. We've already got our tickets for next year. So right now the tickets for next year, uh, for all five days, it's just a hundred dollars for a ticket. Um, and of course you got to get your hotel and stuff, but, uh, it's the largest con we've ever been to. And, uh, it was, it was a heck of a lot of fun. So did you attend uh, any panels while you were there? Yeah. Uh, what were the we quality attended of those a, like? Yeah, we attended a couple. Uh, one of them was like, um, one of them was kind of a fun panel. It was uh, the uh, Starship uh, Starship Battle or something like that. <clears throat> and so um, what it was is they had this uh, uh, giant whiteboard. Um, and it was like a a playoff game, you know, and then so they went around the audience and everybody suggested a uh, star, a, a spaceship from science fiction to compete uh, against <laughs> all the other ships. Right. And so uh, they started off the thing by saying, OK, so uh, one of the rules is here that uh, we don't uh, compete any ship against the TARDIS because uh, there's just no way you can win against the TARDIS. So we just take it as, as a given that the TARDIS already competed. They won, they went ahead, and they're gone off into the future to celebrate their victory. So, so no TARDISes. Uh, so they they had the battle. And uh, I think it was, uh, was it the Borg ship that won, London? I can't remember. It's always the Borg, yes. I think it was. The, I, think it was I remember board. seeing that screenshot. So, like the the bracket that was done yes. for uh, winners and losers. Right. Um. So you have like your defiance, your yeah, your your Battlestar Galactica, your Battlestar Galactica. So whatever yeah. genre, whatever kind of ships are out yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Galaxy cool. Quest, uh, Orville, <laughs> um, you know, uh, Babylon Five ships. I mean, you know, just whatever. Everything. That's yeah. pretty cool. And uh, so as they're making the brackets, they try to, you know, put similarly classed ships against one another. Um, somebody suggested the original series Enterprise, which while it is probably my, my favorite ship, um, 
would not be my my best choice for the other ships in the battle. Not like the for Borg. a battle, no. Yeah. No, I mean, it was never. The Borg, you're not yeah. going to use the original Enterprise because it doesn't have any of the, you know, the advanced weaponry or shields needed. Um, yeah. Uh, but the Defiant would, was pretty good. Maybe take the Voyager, but but yes, maybe. right. It's like. Yeah, I, I hear you there. Like, you can like the ship, but that doesn't mean it's the best pick for, like, a battle. Right. And even then, the Voyager is not even the strongest case. It's just a better ship. Yes. So. Right. Right. So, Ugh. but they had, yeah, they had tons of knife vendors, of swords. Uh, they also had one vendor that was selling um, uh, rubberized versions of those. But they were so well done that you couldn't tell they were rubber until you went up and touched them. Oh, okay. Uh, but they were also like 150 to 200 dollars a piece. They were priced like an actual metal sword. Yeah, uh, that you because might, the really nice metal sword. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, when you talk about the amount of art to make it look real. Right. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you can just see it just goes on and on. These guys kind of were blathering for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Let me jump ahead here a little bit, get moving. It's like, hello, I'm trying to shoot B-roll. <laughs> Stop talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah, just picture three floors of just goods this. like this. Wow. It's like that's a lot of money. I, I don't think I'd want to stay at the hotel. Yeah, given the cost, when right. if you can get to you know even a hundred bucks a night, you're saving yourself a couple hundred bucks a day. Right, yeah. and and buying stuff here which we oh have yeah many vendors yeah i mean there was there was so much stuff there that i looked at and i'm like oh that would be awesome to have but then you know when <laughs> then you turn around you're like oh shit that would be awesome to have <laughs> and then you walk another 10 feet and you're like oh shit i really want that you know? so if you fly in bring an extra bag of luggage yes. just to put the stuff in so we 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 or we visit packed, John at FedEx. We bought, we bought brought extra, uh, well not extra bags, but we brought an extra bag and then you know kind of distributed our uh, our uh, clothing on the way out so that we had plenty of space uh, to bring stuff back. Yeah, um, that or ship it. But yeah, holy smokes. Yeah, but yeah, there's just. There's just no end to it. So, I, you know, if anybody's thinking about going, um, I would definitely encourage you to go. Um, oh, was this was awesome. uh, this was a pretty creepy exhibit. It was um, all doll heads. Nope. Um, <laughs> so nope. you like dolls, I know, Chris. Nope. <laughs> nope. The nope. You'll have nope. fun at the Argo. <laughs> nope. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I'd encourage you to go. Uh, you know, I would recommend. Uh, so Lynn and I discussed it. So I, like I said, we came in on Wednesday. We would uh, change that and come in on Thursday next year. And then we would probably stay on Monday because Monday, most people have left on Sunday. And okay. it's really easy to get into the vendor space and all the vend most of the vendors are still there. Now, the only downside, of course, is that uh, all Most the, of the good stuff will be gone. Good stuff is probably going to be gone. So if you're looking for, you know, some leather goods or they've got all kinds of fancy uh, dresses and look at all these props uh, that this guy has. Um, 
you know, from 007 or Han Solo's gun, um, mm. all of this kind of stuff that's that's reasonably priced um, stuff is going to go, um, or you're going to be hard pressed to find something in your size. Mm. Um, let me see if I have. Oh, this is kind of cool here. Let me throw this one up. This is there's multiple multiple dice vendors. So if dice is your thing. Uh, they've got every kind of uh, dice you can imagine. Um, Chessex uh, has like, it seems like Chessex has like 10 booths and you can just go down and find any color of dice in any size that they make uh, as you walk down this thing. And plastic dice, resin dice, metal dice, um, dice uh, that have uh, fluid in them with sparklies or eyeballs or nice <laughs> oh my god it's just it's just amazing here's some of the the dresses uh for women um and uh and corsets corsets lots of corsets um i mean everything so you can imagine it's like planet com times four <laughs> yeah that's that's nuts um so so overall, it sounds like a pretty good experience, worth the travel. Um, clearly, I, I see you look eyeing some uh, leatherware there. Um, <laughs> right. So with um, with the vendors and, and everything like that, I mean, did uh, I guess the, the only question I had left was, uh, you know, I didn't hear whether they had any big name celebrities in, in any of the places oh. they're doing signings or anything like oh, that. Oh yeah. They, they did. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. They did. Uh, they had plenty of those. Um, you could get uh, auto pictures or autographs. Um, they had uh, a number of uh, the actors from uh, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds and Star Trek Discovery nice. were there. Um, it was, I'd say probably a little bit less than what I would expect or what they've seen in previous years and probably i think that's mostly due to the writers, writers the, okay right? okay that makes sense yeah yeah so and they they did uh let everybody know that um you know when you see the actors um that you're going to get an autograph or a picture with or whatever um, they're not going to be able to talk about um any yeah. projects that they might be working on so mm -hmm um don't try to press them for that because they can't talk about it so so you know hopefully next year that'll all be resolved and um yeah i think we'll be back to normal but uh yeah i i would encourage folks to go um maybe come in on thursday um hit the vendor room on friday you could hit it again on sunday but again stuff is going to be gone like popular sizes yeah if you're looking go. for anything in particular hit it early yeah. yeah do the rest and then come back to the vendors yeah. the yep. end of the week or whatever when it's calmer so if one thing i wanted to make sure we mention is that uh dragon con is a fan run con 
it is not a corporation con like Planet Com or Wizard World or anything. No else. big, no big corporations fitting the bill or anything. Right. Like that. Okay. It is all volunteers, and I'm they, impressed. They yeah. are. It is amazing the job that they do. I talked to one of the guys that was the director of security, and he said it's really tough because as you know, as everybody has uh, people who call in sick every day, they've got volunteers who can't make it in some days, and they're short, and it's not unusual for him to work like a an 18 hour day and just try to get enough rest to come back the next day and continue. Yeah, imagine that a, a volunteer is putting on an event that houses trending towards 100,000 people. Yeah. Right? It is a it's just an amazing experience. So, and for the hotels to work with them is pretty awesome and yep. right. kind of coordinate all that stuff for the venue that that's pretty awesome. So, I I like what I see. I'll have to talk to Gina about it and see if this is something we can we can wiggle in schedule-wise uh, for something that we do in the future. Because I mean, Planet Comic Con is what we do, but that's also because it's close; it's nearby. Right. Um, we haven't right. been this in a is, while, but this is so far upscale. This from is, that. Yeah, this is like a step up. So oh I, I'm God. curious, you know, yeah. where do we want to make that leap? Yeah, it's 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 something you should at least do once. Uh huh. And. Uh, you know, uh, Josh had talked us into it last year. He had just come back from it. It was his first year, so this was his second year. And he's like, he's like, oh my God! He goes, I don't know where to begin to tell you what this is like. Just going through here and uh, experiencing this and all the cosplays and all the people you meet and talk to and and even waiting in line. You know, you make friends in line with people oh, yeah. and you're talking about your fandoms and and. Uh, it's amazing how many how many fandoms people share in common, um, and it's just just so much fun being around all that. And uh, everybody's uh, seems to be in a good mood, and uh, you know it's a big party atmosphere. And there there's just constantly go stuff going on. I mean, they said uh, at the Marriott there uh, the the activity never stops, so it goes all night yeah. long in the mm -hmm. lobby, and uh, you know. Josh and uh, uh, Steve, our friends, uh, oftentimes they would not even get out of bed until noon because they'd been up till two or three in the morning the night before partying. So uh, the Friday, Friday night or Saturday night, I think they have, uh, it's uh, bunny night. Um, no, Friday, I think. Which is hilarious. So um, all the women dress in like, uh, Playboy bunny costumes or something similar, and and the guys all dress up like Hugh Hefner. Um, so Josh won the best Hefner costume because he had like this, you know, Hugh Hefner smoking jacket, but it had all like TARDIS prints on the inside. It had Doctor Who, the Doctor yeah. Who Gallifrey print. Oh. Right, right. But but that thing is huge, and the line just to get into that thing also stretches around the building. So. Uh, but it it takes place at the Marriott, and they got plenty of room for it. But it's it's quite the thing. There's a cool store with a dragon's eye in it. Uh, lots of sword vendors, like I say. It's just uh, just endless. So yeah, I'd encourage you to go. Uh, plan to to come in and spend the weekend and and uh, you know uh, figure out you know look at the tracks, figure out what interests you, and figure out. You know what day you're going to do that saturday would be a good day to do the tracks the parade like i was telling you goes through downtown atlanta and it's about a two mile long route and there's probably 500,000 uh people in atlanta that come out and line the streets to watch the parade 
it's yeah uh, it's awesome. pretty incredible so anyway yeah so that's uh that's kind of dragon con in a nutshell so hopefully uh, that's what your appetite or maybe somebody else that might be watching it's what their appetite for uh, like i said tickets uh right now they have a, for a limited time tickets on sale for uh, 150 i think they go up to almost 200 uh well, i think we point. paid 263 this last year yeah right right so yeah so if you get if you obviously they they want people to start getting tickets now because they use that money to start you know doing deposits on hotels and stuff like that so it's an incentive to get people to go in but you know at a hundred dollars a ticket and you have eighty five thousand or ninety thousand people buying tickets uh eventually as the price even when the price goes up that's quite a bit of and really five days of free entertainment for a hundred bucks yeah yeah because we could go to any of that stuff for free yeah except for the vendor room <laughs> yeah <laughs> And they have uh, you didn't see it in the in the because I didn't have time to show in the videos that you saw. But um, the Hilton, the lobby of the Hilton, uh, it looked a lot uh, quieter than the lobby of the Marriott. But that's because um, out back, uh, which I have in another video, you go out back and they have a big DJ out there with loudspeakers. And and that's just a constant party all day long. Uh, people out there dancing and partying. they also have. Um, a series of uh, concrete stairs along the outside, and uh, they have uh, cosplay photo shoots. So if you're somebody that does uh, Star Trek cosplay, uh, they have a Star Trek cosplay photo shoot. So everybody in Star Trek uh, gear, they come out and they line up on these steps and they take a big group photo or Star Wars or, you know, some horror themes or Transformers or whatever it is uh mm -hmm. it's just the whole it's scheduled pretty much hour by hour for all these different cosplays to go there and so if you like if you're a fan of a certain type of thing you can go there and see all the cosplays at once uh, in one one uh, fell swoop so it's a pretty pretty neat deal so anyway i think that'll wrap it up for this episode um thank you for tuning in we hope uh you got a little flavor of Dragon Con from this uh, this episode, and uh, maybe you'll consider going, and maybe we'll see you there next year. So, yeah, thanks for the virtual tour. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad you guys liked it. Um, take care, y'all. We will see you next time. Bye bye. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.